Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode number 88 in the journey. What is your personal brand identity? Thank you for joining me today. Check me out at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. Pop in your earbuds and let's go. This podcast evolved out of a global pandemic, but times are changing and we're learning to live with COVID, but yet we've changed. And this podcast is how we move forward with our changing world, the struggles, the conflicts, the ups, the downs, the emotional uncertainty at times, the grief, the sadness, the happiness, the fun times. We talk about mental health issues, which finally a spotlight is being put on it because of the pandemic. Many, many people have experienced mental health issues. And so this podcast is to teach you how to cope, give you new ideas, let you look with inside yourself on how you can improve yourself the way you feel, the way you interact with your world and the people in it. So thank you for joining me today in season three, The Journey. What is your brand identity? Now, brand has become a term that's been thrown around a lot. Brand, branding. It's what gets someone to want to use your product to want to listen to your podcast, to want to watch a show, to be interested in a certain author. It's what represents a business. I'd like to read you quick a definition of what someone thought branding or your brand is. So branding pro Marty Numir, he defines a brand identity as, quote, the outward expression of a brand, including its trademark, name, communications, and visual appearance, unquote. To us, a brand identity is the sum total of how your brand looks, feels, and speaks to people. And that's what we see in advertising, on billboards, on commercials, on ads on Facebook and Instagram and television shows that you watch and Spotify. There's all different kinds of ads and companies have come up with their logos, the colors that represent their, co- their company, what their mission statement is, what their purpose is, how they show their company to the world. And so, That's branding. It becomes a necessity in today's world for a company to really have good quality branding. Here's a quote from Steve Forbes. Your brand is the single most important investment you can make in your business. That really says a lot, right? It's the single most important thing you can make in your business is how you brand it. Now, 
anybody who's ever started a business, me, it's my podcast and my blog and soon to be vlogging. And you have to come up with a logo and a, and a theme and a mission and colors and how you want your product or your person to be represented. Like how does the world view and think of my podcast? Does my logo catch their eye and make them stop as they're scrolling through Instagram? Or is it the picture of me in just a natural situation? It's the words that I put out there into the world. It's the books, the shows, the music, the techniques that I recommend, that I encourage you to use in your mental health journey. This creates my brand as Wide Open Spaces with Elise. Even the title of my brand, I chose to put my name in it because talking about mental health issues is very personal. And so my name should be in it because I want you to feel a one-on-one -on -one connection, even if it is through your earbuds. And so I thought very carefully about putting my name into the title of my podcast and what Wide Open Spaces with Elise means. It means that we all have space within ourselves, empty spaces that need to be filled with good, healthy, positive things. And that life is an ever-evolving journey. And by exploring the wide open spaces in our world and within ourselves, we create a happier, more productive, life-living you. And that's what Wide Open Spaces with Elise is about. And so this was the process that I went through in coming up with the title, what the podcast was about, what my mission is, what my purpose is. Let's go a little further. Let's look at branding for Apple technology. I mean, literally all you have to do is see that Apple and you know it means Apple products, Apple Watch, Apple phones, Apple computers, Apple iPads, Apple TV. All you have to do is see that Apple and you know it's an Apple product. What unbelievable branding. And with seeing that Apple comes everything you know and you feel about those products. Getting excited about the new updated phones that come out. People stand in lines. People pre-order for the product. It's all about their branding. It's all about their advertising and presenting a quality product. How Apple represents themselves to the world, to the communities. Another example, Starbucks. Who's a Starbucks lover? Just their logo alone is very interesting. The green and a mermaid. And doesn't that get you thinking, why a mermaid? You could come up with many ideas of why the mermaid is on the logo, and I've never looked it up, so it would be interesting, and maybe that's something I'll do to 
find out what is the relevance of the mermaid on the Starbucks logo. But all you do is see that logo and you get the taste and the smell and the feels of a hot cappuccino with foam on top. That's all you need from that logo. And then it makes you want to go buy Starbucks. And Dunkin' is the same way. They have their own way of separating themselves from Starbucks. And usually you're either a Dunkin' or a Starbucks lover. I happen to be both. Think about some companies and their logos and why does it make you attracted to it? Just the logo itself. That's where they start with the brand. And then think about the name of the product or the company. Or the TV show. You know, in the fall when all these new shows start coming out with their pilots. What catches you? They're branding that show. The music. How the writing is for the title of the show. The clips that they show you. It all tries to draw you in. And that's what branding is. Getting you to want to be in the presence or to purchase from those different companies. Now, have you ever thought of yourself as a brand, brand identity? Have you ever identified yourself that way? Now, you might be thinking, well, isn't that kind of commercializing yourself? Well, yes, you could look at it that way a little bit impersonal, but I don't look at branding that way. And if you are a reality TV show, whatever, doesn't have to be Bravo, I'm a Bravo-holic, there are other channels that have TLC, that have reality TV shows, Netflix. And what you'll hear when you see these people, some are scripted, some are real, just actually what's happening in their lives. You hear them talk about their branding and they have to be very careful what they present in their reality TV shows if they are branding themselves, making themselves a business. Their appearance, how they express themselves, how their interpersonal skills are with other people, how they dress, how they talk. Do they talk loud? Do they talk soft? Do they mumble? They have to be very cognizant of this because they're building a brand. Let's face it, part of the reason why they got on reality TV show is to be famous and 90% of them have products out there now since they've been on these reality TV shows. It becomes their platform to launch their brand. Okay, so let's zoom in again. Have you ever thought about your own personal brand identity? That's where I want you to focus today, is your own personal brand identity. This is something that I think about a lot, and I really, wish that I was aware, self-aware of this when I was younger. And what I mean by your personal brand identity is 
How do people see you in your world? When you close your eyes for a minute and think about how people would describe you, you yourself. What are some words that come to your mind in thinking about how people would describe you? Are you loud? Are you political? Are you assertive? Are you someone who stays very quiet and doesn't express your opinions very often? Are you a great dresser? Do you wear the same colors all the time? Do you have like a catchphrase that your friends or your business people know that you use a lot, that they represent Think of that catchphrase, they think of you. Think about how people in your world see you. This is your personal brand identity. This is how you present yourself to the people in your life, the people that you come across in your everyday world. And so I want you to think long and hard how do you want people to think about you, your brand? And so this has become a common thought process for me. And sometimes when I'm going to react based on emotions, it stops me for a second to think, if I react that way, how will people think of me? How will it affect my brand. When I was reading through the article in Forbes magazine, gave a whole different bunch of ways that companies kind of tick off uh, how they want their brand to be utilized and how to prepare for a brand. And there were three of them that I felt really were relevant to your personal brand identity. How you, diff you make yourself different from others. What's that unique special quality about you that when your name is mentioned, everybody thinks of those special qualities about you. The next one is your connection. Do they find you aloof or do they find you warm and inviting when they see you or when they think about you? Or do they find you standoffish? And your experience, how have they had experiences with you? Have you made a mark or an impression on them? Was it a contentious experience? Was it a fun experience? It's become my goal to create a personal identity, brand identity of myself that people will remember me. I mean, nobody wants to think about when we're gone off this earth, but sometimes it's a reality. And I like to think in my head, if that were to happen right now, how would people think about me? What would be my legacy? What would be my lasting impression? And that's become a core thought process for me in everything that I do, in every way that I present myself. And sometimes I have mess ups. I'm not perfect, but how do I handle the mess up? How do I communicate 
if I have a disagreement with someone. Because disagreements are okay. It's how do I handle it? And my impact that I even make through this podcast. This podcast is for me to impact at least one person. And so my own personal brand identity is flowing throughout this podcast because I talk about personal experiences to connect with you, to make you feel that you're not alone. And that is what I hope people will think about me. I obviously have many other aspects to myself. If I were to look at myself from the outside, as if I was looking at someone else, this is how I would describe my own personal brand identity. A go-getter, a helper, someone who thinks before they speak, someone who loves and gives love, someone who always speaks their mind, someone who's political, someone who someone who's always evolving and trying to improve their own personal life, someone who knows when it's time to let go, and someone who's always trying to share their own personal growth to help others. I like to think that when I show my growth process, and it's mostly in social media, but even in my core groups, if you were to sit down with them right now, they could tell you the evolution of Elise since they've known me and how I've changed. And I've become so cognizant to how I am, what my image is. Now you might be thinking, God, that's exhausting, but it's not. It's not exhausting because I'm bettering myself. I'm always evolving. I'm ever changing. And that is really how to create a healthy mental health component in your life. Moving forward, sharing your struggles, sharing your wins, sharing with people and letting them see how you grow and change. And because I am a social media person, even on my own private social media, you could probably ask someone who, especially through the pandemic that I haven't seen in a long time, just through my own personal social media, they can see how I've evolved and changed. And that's why I love writing my blog in a lot of ways, because I can go back and read my old blogs and I see how I've changed, how my blogs have changed how my editing style has changed, how my personal voice comes out even more as I write those blogs. And so I see how I'm presenting myself through my blog. And I love what I see. And what a great feeling that would be to love what you put out there about yourself.
the real you, the ups, the downs, the even keels, moving to the right and moving to the left. And sometimes it's a roller coaster and it's got those ups and downs. But how do you handle it? How do you gracefully accept defeat? How do you handle unexpected situations in life? How are you a good friend to friends who are struggling? Because we all know what we put out is what we get back. And so that's your personal brand identity. How you identify yourself and how you want others to identify with you. Now, I always ask you to make lists, but this is an easy list. One side of the list, what are all your great, wonderful, productive, positive qualities that you see in yourself and that you put out to others? The list can be as long or as short as you want it, but the shorter it is, the less honest you are with yourself. Sometimes it might not be something that's right on your, the front of your brain. Maybe you have to think a little bit on the positive impact that you've had on others or how you communicate and interact with people. So if your list is long, good looking at yourself internally, looking within. And if it's short, that's okay. But don't move on until you really, really think and add to that list. Now move to the other side of the page. And that list is things that you would like to change about yourself. Not just to change about yourself, but to change the way people perceive you and look at you and think about you. This is something that I constantly think about in the things that I get involved in, even charity that I get involved in. Feels so good to give back. And that's a thought as your own personal brand identity. Do you give back to the community? Do you give back to people who are struggling? My main charity is for breast cancer and October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So I have been so busy with the event that I am part of. And I remember I would go to this event as someone who would buy a ticket year after year. And it was always such an amazing event. 300 people, mostly all women. We put these amazing baskets together and we sell raffle tickets. And during the event, we do the raffle and it gets exciting when someone's number gets pulled. And I would go to all this and they had a great shopping boutique. And I've had people who have had breast cancer in my life, a great aunt, my two sister-in-laws, my best friend. And so all of a sudden something changed in myself. And I said, I want to be a part of this. I want to help. I don't want to be just someone who buys a ticket and attends an amazing event. 
I really want to be a part of making this happen in the years to come, along with my best friend who has breast cancer. And so now it's, I think, my fifth year. And when people see me working in this event, or we did a telephone kind of thing during COVID, I like that people see me doing this, that I'm associated with this charity, that people look at me and say that she's a giver, that she helps, that she's trying to make a difference. And so this time of month, this month in October when it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I get all those feels and I look forward to going to the event and seeing all these people that I haven't seen in a long time because of COVID. So it'll be exciting, but exciting even more to be a part of it and to see how this committee's hard work working together, everybody having different jobs and different responsibilities culminate with this amazing event. And that's part of my personal brand identity. Of course, you know, just from listening to my podcast, that I probably have lots of friends that come to me to talk about their feelings or need some advice or just need to talk and need someone that they know will listen, truly listen, maintain eye contact and listen. And I like that I'm that person for the people that are important in my life. I don't look at it as a therapy session. I look at it as one friend helping another. But I feel good knowing that when a friend is struggling, they know they can come to me. Not because I'm their friend, but because they know that I will truly listen, connect, and ultimately be honest with them when they ask for my opinion. This is building my own personal brand identity. I want people to know that if they have something they're upset with me about, that they can come to me and they can know that I will listen, that I will own my mistakes, and that I will express to them my true feelings. This becomes part of my personal brand identity, how I interact in groups, how people see me. If people were to describe me, they'd say, she's someone who looks great in hats, who always has a different pair of sunglasses on every time I see her, and loves the color black, and also loves really bright colors. And this is how I build my personal brand identity. I don't wear the hats on purpose so everybody thinks, oh, that girl looks good in hats. I've loved wearing hats my whole life. It's just part of who I am. But that's how people describe me. And the sunglasses. Those are not things that I do on purpose to get a great Insta look. It's just who I am. It's my personal brand identity. Okay, so enough of me. And I hope you're making that list. You started or you're going to start as soon as you're done listening to this. You know, that list of what you like 
and what you put out to the world and what you dislike about yourself and what you put out into the world. Once you have that list, I want you to think about what is your logo? Who are you? What would your logo be if you were a business? Come up with a logo, doodle it. It can be something for fun or something that you could really get into. I mean, with all these different apps, it's very easy to create your own personal identity brand logo. And maybe have it as your screensaver, as your personal brand identity. And when you see that logo, it makes you think about yourself and how proud you are of yourself and how far you've come in your life. Just like you see that Starbucks mermaid and you know it means Starbucks. And you see the apple and you know it means Apple technology. What is your logo? Who are you? Have fun creating your own logo. It's not childish if you're thinking, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna get down with colored pencils and markers like a little kid. No, you can just draw or you can add color. You know, coloring is a therapeutic tool that is extremely underrated. But yet, there's been a boom in adult coloring books. And why? Because coloring relaxes us, decreases our anxiety. If we have problems focusing, it helps us focus without feeling pressure of having to focus on someone's conversation or reading a book. It gives a sense of relaxation and not to mention colors. Colors have a huge impact on our emotions and feelings. So in this creating your logo, you're also really doing a therapeutic activity by using colors. And maybe do your logo when you need a little time away from the hustle and bustle of the world. And you can make your logo in one, two, three, or maybe you want to research it a little bit and Maybe your name has a meaning. You know how traditional names or religious names have a meaning. Maybe that's part of what your logo is. Have a little fun with it. And now the goal is once you create your logo, once you've made your list of what you like about yourself and what you don't like about yourself that you present to the world, really start to think about your image. And if you weren't here anymore, what would people think about you when your name would come up? What would there be their memory? What would their visual memory of you be? What would be words that they remember that you say? Like my motto on my podcast, positive thoughts create positive energy. It's something I've said for many, many years, but never thought about it as something that represents who I am, but it really does. And so start to think about those things that you might say, karma's a bitch, whatever it is, that makes up who you are and how you live your life. All right, now the work is on you and have some fun with it. Ultimately, this will encourage you to create a process that becomes part of your daily, weekly, monthly, yearly routine on improving yourself and your mental health. 
You'll see things in yourself that you don't like and you say, you know, I don't want to be remembered that way. How can I fix it? How can I work on it? How can I be better? And sometimes you need to tone yourself down a little bit. Maybe you're too much. Maybe you need to like give yourself a little bit of more parameters and let other people speak and listen more. People notice when you change, especially for the better. And how wonderful would it be for people to start thinking, you know, they're really changing and for the better. And it makes you smile when you think about how that person is changing for the better. I can think of many people in my world that I've seen evolve and change and I love watching it. My biggest love of being a parent is watching my children go from infants to adults and not overlooking all the small and big things that have happened throughout their life. And now one is an adult and one is almost an adult and I love who they've become. And I love watching them become that person. And they're still evolving and they're still growing and they're still learning. And to sit back as a parent and watch them create their own personal brand identity, it's amazing. It really is amazing. And you can do that for yourself too. And maybe it's something you can teach someone else to do who's struggling. Sometimes when you think of yourself as a brand, it makes it a little bit more concrete when you're trying to work on yourself. Because looking at yourself from afar can be very enlightening. And we all want to be enlightened. Remember what Steve Forbes said in his quote, your brand is the single most important investment you can make in your business. And I'd like to say and add to that in yourself. Your brand is the single most important investment you can make in yourself. Invest in yourself. You're worth it. Be you. Do you. Invest in yourself. Thank you for joining me at Wide Open Spaces with Elise, episode 88, your personal brand identity. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world. And remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. And until next time, my friends, ciao, aloha, mahalo, and merci.